Are you the kind of gal who's not interested in how things used to be in the hair industry? Who wants to hear from ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga, and join me as I interview and learn and get curious about other hairstylists I believe are living life on their own terms, defining what success means for them, and living lives in alignment with that. Let's dive in. Hey guys, guess what time it is? Okay, I'll tell you. It's time to sign up for She Nets Worth. I'm bringing that baby back and I've refined it and I'm continuing to upgrade it. And so what it is, is it's going to be a stress-free guide to going independent. So we're going to have all the mindset, all the things, all the beliefs that you need to restructure and kind of reconfigure based on the beliefs that you took on from the salon you're at. We're going to have every tangible step you need to take in order to go independent and the systems that I use to have my business run seamlessly and stress-free so that I can do what I want to do most, which is great hair, love my clients, be in the salon when I'm there, and live my life outside of it. Have my family, enjoy my friends, and live a life that's meaningful, fulfilling, and leave space for me to be a whole person outside of the salon. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, I want you to join me. And if nothing else, shoot me a DM and we can talk about if I think it's the right fit for you. Head over to wavemaking.com and get on the wait list or sign up because we want you there. All right, guys. So today, continuing on with the series that might never end, which is pivoting in the pandemic. And uh, today... Your guest is yours truly. So I figured that um, I would share my experience during COVID and how I have pivoted in personal life, professional life, and how I feel like this time has really changed how I look at my business and how I look at my life. So I'm going to take you back. So we're going to go back to, let's say, like March 14th. 13th, something like that. I had decided based on seeing all over social media that my friends in California, my friends, you know, kind of all over in New York, they were all closing. And I thought, oh my gosh, I still was in my studio working by myself. I said, okay, well, this seems like a PR nightmare. I mean, on top of like not really knowing what COVID was, I was like, what's it look like if I stay open? And that was kind of my thinking, like, this is probably nothing big, but, you know, what side of the aisle are you going to stand on? And I, I definitely felt like it was more like doing the right thing than really the magnitude of what it ended up becoming. But that's beside the point. So I closed this shop and I'm like, oh, cool, I'll be off for a few weeks or whatever we all thought. And then that wore on and wore on to where I was doing podcasting episodes, and but also kind of in a rut because I was like, what am I supposed to talk to people about? Like I'm talking to people about, you know, making their businesses better, making their lives better. But then how am I going to do that when everyone's not able to work? So I kind of, um, kind of found myself a little like, cornered a little bit. And then I decided to just kind of have people on to talk about what we were all feeling. And probably two weeks, three weeks later, I found out I was pregnant. So end of March, like last week in March, 
I was like, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant. So I didn't really tell anyone. And it's funny, a lot of people are like, we didn't tell if you were excited. And I know um, a lot of you have kind of followed my journey of being like more private about my personal life, but also sharing really candidly for hairstylists so that I can help people through my experiences. So for me, keeping my personal life more separate has been something that's really helped me to be able to show up in a healthier way. But with that being said, I also feel like having a baby felt like such a sacred thing. And it was like, I was off work for like three months of when I was pregnant. So it's like, I'm not going to send an email to people. I'm in quarantine, you know, and then it was just kind of a lot of self-reflection, right? Because it's like, okay, so we're going to all end up back in work. And what do I want that to look like? I have to think about like this person and it wasn't like a crazy big surprise, but it wasn't also something that like I had uh, thought would happen so quickly. So it was kind of perfect timing because I had all this space, but also kind of scary because anytime we do something we've never done, it's like stepping into the unknown, I think is terrifying for me every time, but also kind of invigorating at the same time. So fast forward, I'm back in the salon. I'm back at work. What is it? June, May. And I had uh, my first renter start who I had already had um, plans to bring on. And so that was kind of interesting to pivot and go from being alone in my studio for a year and a half, roughly, to um, being with someone again, because I had previously had employees. And um, trying to navigate that with clients during a pandemic was like kind of stressful because it's like, wait, no, I mean, I love coming here because it's just you. And I think it kind of goes back to being like, okay, so I either get to have the business that honors me or I can have a business that doesn't upset anyone and never changes. And so what I just chose to do was send an email out that said, um, I'm so excited that Jenny's starting and all this, uh, just like wording around that. But then I also said it was never my intent for my operation, my business to be a sole um, single person studio. It's always been an intention of mine to expand in some capacity. The timing of this is inconvenient for some people. So what we were able to do is navigate it where we work separately in the space because it was the two of us. And then fast forward into, I think it was June or July. I don't know. It's all such a blur, you know. I added another renter that I had been talking to previous to the pandemic as well. And I think that was kind of, again, like, okay, I can have a business that doesn't upset anyone, doesn't change, or I can have a business that kind of aligns with the direction my life is going in. And I feel like I really do believe that like once you start moving towards like the next right thing in your life, other things kind of come together. And that was very true for me because I wanted so badly for my business to have like a team and have people and for years. But it wasn't until I kind of was like, wait, but why do I want that? And what is going to be be the way in which I do that, that honors me. And so like, I think I always was under the impression that that meant like to have a team and have a cohesive vibe. I had to have employees. Well, I did that. It was force. It was like just sheer force, like always grinding, always like, okay, I've got to make more because I'm paying these people. It was just, I guess the best way to describe it is like, it was hard and it didn't have a lot of heart. (laughs) 
And so then when I kind of went back to the drawing board, went back to being alone, went back to just kind of like continuing to tailor my business to honor me more and more and more and get clear on what I wanted my business to be alone, solo, just my foundation, who I am, what I'm about. That's when beautiful things started to happen. That's when, you know, I started my podcast. That's when I relaunched my course and went back to the drawing board with that. That's when I started to attract people like Jenny. And that's when I started to have like things start to happen in my life. And, you know, I didn't have this strong plan of like, okay, so I'll have a baby and then I'll have people there. No, I I always was thinking that like, I got to train an assistant. My dreams were always like a year out or or longer, right? Like I have to train this assistant and it's going to take a year. And then a year after that, then I could probably start thinking about the things that I want to do. And I kind of just stopped living like that and started being like, fuck it, you know? And in doing that, shit just starts to move a lot faster. So then I go on maternity leave a month before having my baby because of COVID. They didn't want you to be around clients and, you know, just people in general, not clients, you know. Um, but so what I found was I had come back to doing hair in, in May and I, I saw fewer people. I worked three days instead of four. I gave myself just permission and it helped me to have my renter Jenny and I trying to work separate days And I just kind of let it be a different mindset of like, I'm getting to work versus I have to work as much as possible. And um, yeah, I I heard something the other day that I loved. It said, it was just like, like it was someone asked this person a question of like, do you deserve to be happy? Like, do you think that you are worthy of, of having a great life? And I honestly think it's a question we all need to ask ourselves because I think if we're really honest, a lot of us as hairstylists for a long time have been really happy for people having beautiful lives, but haven't always necessarily believed that they deserve to have that same kind of beauty in their lives or that they deserve that same kind of time or that same kind of space or that same kind of attention. And um, I think that in working less, it was like I started to stop stop believing that I had to work. I I was someone in this lifetime that was like designated as a worker. (laughs) You know, it's like Hunger Games or whatever that one is where people are in different like fractions or I think that's the one. And it's like my fraction, faction or whatever the word is, it's like was the workers, you know? And it's like, I don't know. I just think we subscribe to these like really weird dated thinking, um, places of like what we're here to do. And I think uh, redefining that and re- really questioning that got me to where I was okay telling clients when I came back to the salon, like I'm not doing base colors because I'm here such a short amount of time. I'm getting like bigger services in. And I uh, started to just say like, I'm going to just show up in the most like authentic way to me. And it's going to be annoying to some people. I guess I just never thought that it was allowed for people to be like unhappy, you know? But so then I I went on to maternity leave. Again, you know, people, if they're really honest, are like, okay, like, was she excited about this? It's just having a baby for me felt like such a, um, I don't know, a sacred thing that I just didn't talk a ton about it. 
And um, yeah, I, I went on maternity leave and I, you know, I think being okay with not having this year be, this last year be one of a ton of productivity, but a ton of like personal growth and development. And uh, it didn't mean like taking a hundred classes or reading a million books. It was just like coming home to myself more and being okay, having value and just like sitting with just being like, if someone were to call me, it's like, what are you doing? It's like, nothing really. Like having giving myself that kind of space, that kind of white page, blank slate to just like see where my day takes me. And what's come out of it as I am sitting eight weeks out from having a baby and eight more weeks of maternity leave before I go back is this really introspective time. You know, it's not like I want to, it's not this, it's not like, okay, here's who I'm going to be. It's like, no, who do I want to be? And how do I want to show up? And uh, reevaluating and just questioning and being like, how much time do I want to go to that? How much time do I want to go to that? And, you know, it's it's made me really want to be intentional about how I spend my time and what I give my attention to. And um, I think I'm super excited to be back in the salon two days a week and be able to have a third day for coaching, for podcasting, for my course and Um, really being honest with myself of like, I don't think I want to spend my whole like work time solely working on like the course and the podcast at home alone. I want to go out and I want to engage and I miss the relationships that I have with my clients. And um, I value that as, and I think it's going to live differently in my life. But as I go back in eight weeks, it's like, I'm really excited to have found and continue to reevaluate the balance that's going to feel right for my life and my version of success. And anyone that's taken my course knows that I talk about, like I recorded one video like over a year ago and I'm like, I don't know about you, but for me, I want to be a mom. I want to work three days a week. And I just like said it out loud for my students. And I don't know, it was very vulnerable at the time, but here I am um, actually living that out and it looks different because that's always what happens. It always looks different than what we imagine, but it's the same and it's better if that makes sense. So it's like, I always, I said, I wanted to work three days, but I assumed that would be behind the chair. I didn't think that one day would be dedicated to like all of the projects, all of the education work that I want to do. And I didn't know how it would look, but I had to put it out there and then I let it go of how it comes to pass. And I think that I, I think uh, a lot of the roads that I've taken in the past have, like I said, so much force to them and I want my life to have more flow. And so it's like knowing what you want, letting go enough to let it kind of come to be in the way that it is and what needs to go, letting that go. And really just like, you know, I said before, like the other road felt so hard and it lacked a little bit of heart. It was kind of more productivity motivated, um, financially motivated and, uh, thinking in like that I had to work in a certain way to make a certain amount of money to make it happen. And once I was able to rewire my thinking around all that, it's like become, how do I want to make the kind of money I want to make? What do I want to be doing to make that kind of money? And realizing that I can, set everything up however I want and I have to just give myself permission to do that. So 
you know, even thinking that I had to see a certain number of clients or I had to have this certain style of business or I had to have employees to be considered successful or to me, true success is freedom. And I like to work. And what I've learned about myself is I like to work in tandem with people. Like I love hiring a virtual assistant. I love, I love hiring a graphic designer. I love working with people. I love having renters, but I don't like working with people in a capacity where I feel responsible for them, for their livelihood, for um, for everything. I don't like that sense of responsibility. I don't take it lightly, and it's heavy, and it doesn't serve the life that I want to have. So I feel like we all need to define for ourselves what freedom means to each of us. And for me, freedom is like I want financial freedom, but I also want like mental space, freedom, autonomy, just to be able to like fucking do what I want to do when I want to do it, which is hard with a newborn. You know, I'm uh, looking over my shoulder right now, making sure that, you know, she, I don't totally hear her, but at the same time, I'm like, it's okay for her to whimper a little bit as she calms herself down. But I don't know. I think, um, it's a, it's just, it's a, it's a journey. And I think as we all navigate this, new year like i i just want to say that i think we have such an amazing gift in what we do and i wish that we could see how special we each were and i i said something to my husband today that i think is relevant to you know a lot of how i have shown up in the past and i said i'm really hard on myself and in turn i'm really hard on you and I think that I expect such a level from myself that I don't necessarily expect from like, you know, acquaintances, but, um, but definitely like from my significant other, I definitely have found that my tendency is to expect myself to be like so good at something or like the fact that I didn't really know how to be a mom. I was like, at the doctor yesterday saying, I was just, my husband and I were arrogant. We were arrogant. We thought that we could just do this and that we didn't need any like training. And, you know, and uh, he reminded me today, he said, Lindsay, I don't know. I, I disagree. I disagree. I don't think we were arrogant. Like, oh, we've had businesses. We know what we're doing. He's like, I think that like a lot of things in life and babies in particular, it's like, you don't know what you're going to get. And you have to learn this person and learn this life and, you kind of adapt and there's a steep learning curve. And I, I guess I want to leave you with that because I think a lot of times we think we should have known better. We should have been better at it. We should have, we don't give ourselves very much grace in our, in our lives and in our careers and in how we show up. But realizing that that is how you get a baseline and that's how you learn and that's how you adapt and that's how you gain the wisdom to go in the directions that your life is intended and meant to go in. I don't know. I think that that just really frees me up. And, you know, him reframing it from me being like, God, I'm, I wasn't good. And like, you know, like, where's the new parent medal I was hoping to get? Like, I just, I make up the stupidest things to uh, beat the shit out of myself with. So I don't know, I guess keep doing what you're doing and uh, keep correcting the course as you get information to honor the road you're walking, you know? And uh, I will keep you up to speed on how everything goes in my next venture, my next move into, you know, being a mom that's working and a hairstylist and 
yeah, and just uh, I was saying to myself that I want easy living. You know, I don't I don't know why I thought a good life meant that I needed to be busier than everyone. Like, what if you know it's another sham? You know, that being busy is us distracting ourselves from things that if we looked at them would quickly dissipate. So um, whatever you're avoiding, sit with it. And uh, I wish you a wave-making day, and I will be back with you next week. <laughs>